Well, good morning. Good morning. It's great to be with you this morning, sharing with uh, what I feel God has put in my heart to share this morning. And uh, I really do believe that uh, the word that God has given me this morning is for all of us. And uh, it's really about the foundation that we stand on. So this message uh, that you hear this morning might be simple, but I really do believe that God wants us to remind us again of who he is and his Goodness, And the beautiful part about that is that all are welcome in the house of God this morning. And that is some great news to hear on this Sunday morning. Uh, but I really want to start off uh, with this question of why and this why question. And I wrote down, down some of my most asked why questions. And so the first one I have is why doesn't the St Kilda Football Club ever live up to its potential? I just, it's just, I just don't know. Uh, this next why question is, why is pizza made in a square, uh, put in a square box but made round? Like, I, I don't get that. And this next one is a good one. Why does running hurt? Like, imagine if running was something that was so incredibly easy to do and that was just the easiest way to get fit. Frog, it would make pre-season football a lot easier if running was easy. Uh, this last one is my favourite, but Frog would probably not like this one as well. Why doesn't KFC build one of their stores in the main street of Burwood? That would be amazing. The only thing I can think about that is Frog probably doesn't want all his players going to get KFC after every training, after every game. Frog... We'll, yeah, we'll go from there and then go to footy training. But these questions of why. And uh, it's something that we always have, the, these questions why. Why do we do certain things the way we do it? And some of these questions can maybe come into our walk with God. And it may also come into some of the practices that we do here at church. But if we don't answer those questions of why that we have then sometimes we can stumble, sometimes we can fall when people ask, or for ourselves, so that we can grow that conviction in our heart and be strong with God. But this morning, this why question I want to answer is why do we worship? Why do we come as God's people on a Sunday morning or during our week to worship Him? Because if we don't answer that very important question of why do we gather as God's people to worship him, then we can misinterpret the things that we do. We can miss the meaning of worship and why we do it. And sometimes I get a little bit concerned that we put these step-by-step guides to, to worship. And I'm a bit concerned, and I'm in this category, that many of the daily practices that we do and some of the things that we do in worship, like raising our hands, like kneeling, like singing and praising to God, are becoming something that we just do in worship because others do it. And those things are amazing. But if we don't understand why we do them, 
then it can sometimes get a little lost. And I love worship. I absolutely love worship and the gathering of God's people to praise the King of Kings. And this morning, I do believe that God just wants to broaden our eyes to see his beauty, to see his glory. And he wants us to remind us again of why we worship. And to unpack this thought a little bit more, I think we need to go back to the very beginning in the Garden of Eden with with Adam and Eve. And the way I picture what worship would have looked like in the Garden of Eden was this relationship, this connection, this intimacy with the Father. It would have been maybe things like just going for a walk and talking with God. And I can't help but think that this, in some way, is the way that God has made us to be. To be people of worship. To live in worship. To have that relationship, that connection, that intimacy with the Father. But we know that because they ate from the tree, that that sin came into the world. And and that relationship, that intimacy, that, that connection, that closeness with God was lost. And in some way, we, we know that we all struggle with that. We all struggle with our sin, with, with our brokenness. And I spent uh, the first half of my life, which isn't very long, but the first half of my life coming to church and, and sometimes singing and sometimes praising him and just missing the reason of why we needed to do it. And it was all because it came from a position of inward thinking. Of thinking, what can I do to love God more? What can I do to, to maybe impress God? And I was misreading what worship is. And then I realized the very reason that we gather as God's people is because he loves us. Because he loves us. And that I needed a saviour. And his name is Jesus, who was born in a manger in a barn in a town called Bethlehem. And he would grow up to do amazing things. And then he would be crucified on the cross and he would bear our sin and shame. And he would declare that it is finished. And by that very fact of Jesus declaring it is finished, it means that the debt owned by a man to his creator on the account of Adam's sin is finally forever dealt with. Jesus with it is finished He's saying not only does he take away man's sin, but now he removes it as far as the east is to the west. For it is finished, done, signed and sealed because of the blood of Jesus. And if we believe that, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever, whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Eternal life with the Father because of Jesus. So that we now can have that relationship. We can now have that closeness with God. We can worship God without shame or condemnation and be set free. And so this morning, I want to say to you that the reason why we worship is to remember, return and reconnect. Remember, return and reconnect. Remember the sacrifice that Jesus made on the cross. Return home to him and to reconnect with our Heavenly Father. And so now we can understand a little bit more of why we worship, 
of why we raise our hands, of why we sometimes kneel, of why we praise and give honor to him to remember, return, and reconnect with God. But all these points, all of it points to him loving us, his love for us. Friends, do you know that he loves you? He loves you. When was the last time you stopped in worship and just let God's love fill your heart again? When was the last time you didn't focus on your own performance and you stopped almost trying to convince yourself that you love him? Because the reason why we gather is because he loves us. That is the reason we worship him. Because God first loved us. There's an amazing scripture in 1 John 4 verse 7, and it's a quite long one, but I'm going to read it out because the words in here are just filled with such beauty. And it's John, 1 John verse 4 to 7, and it says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who has been born of God knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God loves us, we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. This is how we know that we live in him and he in us. He's given us his spirit. And we have seen and to testify that the Father has sent his Son to be a saviour for the world. If anyone acknowledges Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. So that we know and rely on the love that God has for us. And we know and rely on the love that God has for us. This is why we worship. This is why we praise and give him adoration. Because he first loved us. To remember the sacrifice that he made. To return home to him and to reconnect with the Father. Because he first loved us. And sometimes we wonder why we might get a bit frustrated in, in worship or coming to God. And we wonder why we sometimes maybe misinterpret a little bit about what worship is. Because we fail to recognize the very foundation that we stand on. is that he loves us. And you might be saying, Ben, you've said that a thousand times. You said he loves you a thousand times. You've said remember, return and reconnect a thousand times. But I'll keep saying it till the day I die because I know that the love of God transforms our heart. And you see, the very moment that I decided to give my life to Christ, it wasn't anything to do with what I did. But it all came through the amazing revelation that God loves me. And we know that this world can be tough sometimes, and particularly in this season, the stress, the, the anxiety, the fear can be overwhelming. And man, this world can be sometimes tough enough without throwing a global pandemic in there. And I don't know about you, but there's been many moments in this season where I've been coming to God and going, God, what's going on? God, God, 
show you something to me and, and God, how, what can I do to love you more? And it always leaves me frustrated. It always, always leaves me confused because I think the focus is around the wrong way. See, the focus should never be on my performance and what I've done for God during worship, but the focus should always be on what He has done for us. That He loves us. That He loves us. To be still in His presence and let God's love flow in us and through us. He loves you. You don't have to strive for it. You don't have to work for it. You just need to accept it. Believe it. And friends, this is why we worship. Because God loves us. I want to read that scripture in 1 John again. And I pray that these words would just flow in your heart this morning. 1 John 4 verse 7 says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, but God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since, we, since God loves us, we ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and has made his love complete in us. This is how we know that we love God in us. God has given us his spirit, and we have seen and to testify that the Father sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them, and they in God. So that we know, so that we know and rely on the love that God has for us. And this morning at the end of our service, we're going to sing a beautiful, amazing song, which is called Here I Am to Worship, which just simply declares that here I am to worship you, God, because I know your love for me. I know your love for me, and that is the very reason why here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. And I believe this morning that God's love is going to flow in this place and in your heart. And it's going to be an outpouring of his spirit. Because we can remember the sacrifice that he gave, return home to him into his loving arms, and reconnect with him. And he loves us. I want to finish by reading Psalm 100. Verse 4 to 5, which says, I will enter his courts with praise. Give thanks and praise to his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. This is why we worship, because he loves us. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so, so much for your love. That your love endures forever. Father, we're incredibly grateful that we just get to come here and praise and lift your name. Lord, I pray that your love would just flow in this place, that you would touch our hearts once again, that you would have your way this morning.
Father, we thank you for who you are and what you're doing. For you are a faithful God. For you are good. And Father, we enter your courts with praise this morning. We enter your courts with adoration towards who you are. We thank you, Father. We lift your name this morning. Amen.